This is the Action for Wellness podcast, where we discuss small changes that will greatly improve your life, health, relationships, and well-being. Hosted by naturopath Maya Harish and parenting consultant Nava Abraham. This is the Action for Wellness podcast, episode 18, and today we're talking about giving thanks. Before we get started, Nava, what's one cool thing that happened to you this week? So my cool thing that happened to me this week is that we went, we went to a shop a while ago and I fell in love with a pair of earrings. Do you remember? And a, yeah. and a bracelet. Yes. So, but I, I don't even remember why I didn't buy it on the spot. And I've been thinking about it ever since. <laughs> it's like the littlest, dumbest thing. But I, uh, yesterday before I went to work, I had to teach the course in the evening and I decided that I wanted it now. So I just like quickly jumped over, ran over to the mall and I bought the uh, the bracelet and the earrings that I really, really wanted. And I was so excited about them. I put them on in the car while I was driving and I was like moving my head from side to side, feeling them jingle. I love it. I'm so excited about my new earrings and bracelet. That's my cool thing. <laughs> That's funny because I got a, a text she uses my membership. Uh, so I got a text oh, yes. saying, thank you for buying. And I was like, cool, I wonder what you got. <laughs> I wanted to use the points, but I decided not to. Yes, what's your cool thing? My cool thing is to do with our my side project. There's I will let you let you in, in on the secret. fact that I've been working on a side project from Action for Wellness. It's going to be part of the Action for Wellness business, but it'll be like a sub subcategory. It's about, it's called planet-based diet. And the whole idea is exploring topics about environmentalism that I don't understand. Because you might have noticed that I, I'm really passionate about doing the right thing in terms of the environment and being more sustainable. And it's really difficult to know what the right thing to do is because there's so much conflicting evidence so I decided it was time to go down the rabbit hole and see if I can interview people who actually know the answer, who have done the research, because I can't research into everything because it's so complex. So I am looking for the experts and interviewing them. And I had my first interview this week. And Yay. I am so excited. And if this is something that interests you, then the Planet Based Diet podcast will launch in January. I'm really excited about this. And I think if there are things that you want to know about, then you should definitely check it out because it's super cool. And I had such an incredible interview. It left me buzzing for the whole day afterwards. I love when that happens. That is a very cool thing. But it was so cool. I'm I, excited for you. I really enjoyed that. I'm excited for us because this is, it. it's true that it's your side project, but it is absolutely fascinating. And hopefully uh, I'll have enough time to help you and, you know, jump into this project with you. Okay, so giving thanks is, we're doing this in time for the American Thanksgiving. And the thing is that Americans have Thanksgiving. And while I think it's an odd way of commemorating something really awful, really awful, I really like the idea of having all your family sit down and be grateful for every blessing they have in their life. I think that's so lovely. I actually think it's it should happen more often. I know that there's grace, right? That in which I think you're supposed to thank God for everything you have. Sorry for being so ignorant. I apologize. 
When um, I was when I was in uh, Seeds of Peace camp, before every meal, there would be a grace that was for friendship, health, love, and opportunity. We are thankful. That's nice. I loved that. I loved that. I if I didn't think it would be weird to sit down with myself for dinner and say, <laughs> I might. But but being grateful is about having it in your heart. It's not necessarily sitting there talking to yourself, is it? I think that giving thanks and being appreciative of what you have in your life is so, so substantial to, first of all, being able to rise up and recognize what is good in your life, because sometimes everything feels kind of shit. And the only way to get out of there is to think to yourself, okay, what good things do I have in my life? And once you see them and recognize them, then you can be thankful for them. And once you come from that place, once your heart is clean, you're able to open yourself up for more good opportunities to come your way. Definitely. I think we've, I think we've talked quite a bit in this podcast about gratitude and why it's so important. But in different aspects, we were talking about it in specific situations. Um, but now we're talking about the bigger picture. Yeah. So if in episode, I think it was episode 16, that we said you should create an evening routine, I would say part of your evening routine should include taking a moment and thinking about the things you're grateful for. And you can up your game by writing it down. And you can up it even more by turning this into a thing you do with your kids. At the end of the day, before they go to bed, Think about two things that were really awesome today and you're really thankful for. And just like as a part of your bedtime routine, talk about it. Have your children think about what is two awesome things that happened that they're really happy and thankful that happened to them. Apart from anything else, first of all, you'll discover fantastic things about what your kids are up to and what they appreciate. And it could be the smallest thing and it could have a lot to do with you. Like mommy came home early and was home to pick me up from from uh, from school or whatever those are they they feel like little things to us um because we don't really have time for them so and it's it's not the end of the world because i'm there you know half an hour after they get home but that really would make a difference but apart from anything else it it basically it gives your children a mindset you'll find that like during the day they'll be like oh this is one of the good things i'm going to talk about this evening but now you'll find that your children start being positive oriented they will be looking for the good things. They'll be excited. They'll be collecting them throughout the day. That's cognitive bias modification right there. Nice. See, I'm so clever. No. <laughs> <laughs> she said that. I don't Her eyes went school. wide when I said these big words. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but that's absolutely, I mean, it's true. It's without calling it that, you just... You know, you, you flow into it. You find yourself in that situation where, um, everyone thinks about it during the day and they, and, and what you're doing is having your children focus on the good. That's part of the reason why I loved the idea so much of starting each episode with one cool thing that happened to you this week, because it's just, it's just a mindset. If you start, even it is, if it's talking, I find myself having something happen to me and thinking to myself, oh, that's a lovely, that's a really cool thing that just happened. I can talk about that on the, on the podcast. Exactly. And isn't that lovely that you have someone to, to, to share it with? So even if every night, I think every night's one of those things that's a bit daunting, 
But you can decide that over the weekend, if it's your Friday dinner, or if it's your Saturday lunch or whatever, a meal that you have with all the family, that's a great time to talk about one or two or 17 things you're grateful for from this past week. It's true. And I think, you know, if if you turn it into a family thing and everyone has a turn to speak, apart from anything else, it lets each one of your children and each one of the family members feel like they are important and what they have to say is important and interesting and everyone is now listening to them. And when someone talks about something cool that happened to them, there's no place for any discussion about it, or or as in discussion, there's always room for, but I'm talking about there's no room for anyone to say, but I did, there's no gonna, there's not gonna be any arguments about it. And anyone, and it's your personal thing that no one else can say anything else about to take away from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to create an environment of supporting each other through this. Yeah, but, what, but again, what I'm saying, all right, one of my children said that the coolest thing, uh, their cool thing for today was, I don't know, something they did in kindergarten, okay? And it's something none of the other children can take any kind of ownership over, okay? And they can't be like, yes, but then this happened or then that happened. There's no which often happens when children say something, they always sort of try to one-up each other. And in this case, it's something you can't really do because there's nothing to one-up here. It's not something that you experienced. You weren't a part of it. So you have nothing to do with it. And at the same time, your your focus should be on two things. First of all, being excited for the person who told you their cool thing. And the second thing should be focusing on what your cool thing is, but not at the expense of one another. Okay, one of the things that I emphasize when we do have these um, discussions is that the main you're here to listen to other people. Don't think about what you're about to say next. Don't focus on that because your turn will come and you'll have something to say. Right now, you're listening to what someone else has to say and you're focusing on that and your response will be on that. If you want to take that to, to mindfulness and to being there, all right? Um, that's it. It's being rather than doing. It's, it's literally mindfulness in that you're focused on what is happening right then and there and not, there's no noise going on in your head. Oh, what am I going to say later? Oh, what did he say before? There's just, wow, what they're saying is really interesting and it's really nice. And maybe I wish I had experienced it myself, or maybe I'm really happy for them for having experienced it wherever that takes you, but you're there. Mm -hmm. And that when, when you sit around the table with your family or your closest people, and you feel that everyone's listening to you. There's something very empowering about that. There's something really that really shows me. It's proof that I am clever and I have something important to say and that I'm interesting enough to keep everyone's attention. And they all really love me and they really care for me and they're really excited for me. There's just, it's just amazing how, how many different levels it enriches you on. Yeah. Knowing that you're valuable is definitely life changing. Definitely. I think probably one of the biggest issues, I would say specifically women, but not only women, uh, sort of carry around with them is it stems, basically it goes, it boils down to I'm not good enough. Self-worth. Self-worth. Um, we as women, and again, not all of us, okay, but a lot of us will tend to always be thinking, I should have done this and I could have done that, but I didn't. Why did this happen? It's got to be my fault in some way. 
even things that honestly, objectively, is nowhere. There's no way it could be your fault. You will a lot of times you'll sort of take responsibility uh, for things that happened and think about what have you done wrong. And that really all that boils down to is I'm not good enough. And wouldn't it be absolutely amazing to let our children start their lives out never for a second considering that they're not good enough? That's not even an option. That's not even a thought that goes through their head. Oh, I am good enough. No, that should be that should be the starting point. That shouldn't even be a thought. It should just be a thing. Of course I'm good enough. I can do whatever I want. I mean, imagine if you could live through life, if you could go through your life, thinking back all the way back to your childhood, knowing that you can do anything you want. You know, this is, I, I, I don't think it's the topic, but since you started talking about this, I'll add that a study showed that if you do a maths test, if you're a woman and you're the only girl in the class, just the fact that you're the only woman in the classroom, you will score much less well than all the men around you. And that if you have to tick off in the, if you have, if, if your exam starts with your name and your sex, if you have to tick that you're female, on average, you'll do 14% less well than you would have done if nobody made you think about the fact that you're a woman. Because we know that women aren't as good as at things like maths and chemistry and biology than men. I hate that. I it's, hate that research. It's crazy. Same thing, by the way, applies if you're black. If you have to circle your, your, your ethnicity, you won't do as well as other people. Any kind of minority that has oh any kind of stigma about, or I mean, hate being that. a woman I isn't a minority, that. is it? But there's still a stigma. Men are better than us. They're smarter but it's than not, us. It, it, they're better with, at maths than we are. With being a woman, though, it's not a matter of being a minority. It's a matter of being under capable. Being told that you're not as good as. Yes, but from I can tell you, my kids came back at the age of three from preschool, uh, singing like chants, like uh boys play football girls i don't even remember what it is exactly but it's something like crappy big cakes something along the lines of but it may be just a nursery rhyme and it may not mean anything to the children but the thing is it does because they chant this stupid song over and over and over and over and over again all day long and even if they don't listen to the words they're there and they do resonate mm -hmm. they do and and then at some point they think to, to themselves, oh, football is for boys. I should be learning how to bake or something equally annoying. And learning how to bake can, can be empowering, but not if it comes out of, I can't, I can't do, do these things, so I will do this. Then it's not empowering. Then it's exactly the opposite. Yep. Anyway, that's not the point. Yes, off topic. The point is, if you don't appreciate what you have, there's no way you can allow yourself to receive anything more. It's very simple. If you think that everything in life is just shit, and that, then you have no hope, okay? When you realize that you have something and you're grateful for it, you also, there's a realization of why did it come to you? What did I do to deserve this? Okay. And, and from there, you have an opening to growth. Okay. Why do I have this? So I think a lot of times the answer will be luck. 
But then you'll think about it a bit more because now we're asking you to think about it more. And it's not really luck. You're actually quite clever. You're actually quite professional. You're actually quite good at this. You're actually quite good looking. You're actually quite anything positive. Because nothing is a fluke, really. You bring these things. You create them. So be grateful for it. Understand what you have. Develop what Maya calls an attitude of gratitude. It's not Maya's invention, but she called it that now. I started by adding into my planner three things that I'm grateful for every day. And last week I decided I wanted to sit down and list everything good that happened to me today, everything that I'm happy that I experienced today. And I filled up half a page. I filled up half a page in my tiny little writing of things that I was happy happened to me today. And I did this for a few days running. And every time I filled up about half a page, and this is A4, and changes your mindset so much. Because it's not like bad things didn't happen to me. They but did. Good things led, but good things came out of those bad things, didn't they? It's not even that. It's that it's so much easier to let go of the bad things when I'm totally focused on finding what's good. Exactly. You know what? Exactly. That's exactly it. I think that, you know, bad things happen, but we always grow from them. We always learn something from these bad things. Okay. It may take us a while. It may take us a while, but we do at the end learn. We either have learned something out of this bad thing. We either have changed something because of this bad thing, but we, something good came out of it. Okay. It could have been a bad experience, a car crash. It could have been, you know, a billion things. Bad things happen all the time, but there's always something good that comes out of it. If this would, if this hadn't happened, I wouldn't be in this state of mind and I wouldn't have bumped into that person who is now my best friend, my husband, my whatever. Always something good will happen. And if you're capable of even being grateful for the shit in your life, then you're able to embrace all the good that comes out of it. And that sort of will bring you to the point where you're the kind of person who sees the cup half full in every situation. And that helps you become a person who grows. That in itself makes you the kind of person who attracts other happy people. And that just makes you stronger and faster and better simply by appreciating what's around you. Yes. Everything just collapsed. Fucking shit. And then, you know, it's fine to wallow in a little bit, but you have to, you have to pick yourself up and say to yourself, okay, right. What just happened here? Why did it happen? What did I learn from it? How can this make me stronger? The saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is not just a random saying. It's so true. And you know the rest of the sentence. If it does kill you, it makes your mother stronger. Oh, God. I've never heard that. <laughs> dark, dark, and yet true. No, I'm not enjoying this because I'm now a mother. I don't like that. the rest of that sentence at all. You take it back. <laughs> anyway, I think if you sit down and tell yourself today, I'm going to write down everything that happens to me that I am happy about, be it the trains came in on time, there was a beautiful sunset, and be it 
I got a promotion at work. You know, it yeah, doesn't. It could be anything. I, my food was fantastic today. I really enjoyed it. You know, um, someone I particularly like said hello to me this morning. Anything, honestly, anything that comes to mind that is positive in your, the way you see it, write it down. Yeah. Anything at all. And just doing that. Decide, commit to yourself. You know what? This is the start of a new month. I'm going to do this for throughout December. I'm going to be grateful in December. That's an experiment that you shouldn't miss out on. You shouldn't miss out on. It's something that could change your life. It's true. And if you want an example of something really silly that really made me happy, like ridiculously happy, was I uh, started my car a while ago. This was the work car I no longer have, but whatever. Um, I started the car and it says the mileage when you just start the car and it was 45,678. And that made me giddy. I was so excited about this. I was so happy. Literally, it made my entire day. I was like, oh, that's perfect. I just happened to notice it. It just happened to be there. <laughs> I was so excited about it. Do you know it what? Like I, I, had, I had a friend who used to get really excited whenever the time was like two, 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 or one, two, three, four, or any of those, she would always close her eyes and make a wish every time. And you know, this happens a bunch of times throughout the day. Every time she, she would notice that the time was something she like, she, could it be 1818? 18? Yeah. It okay. could be 1818. 18. It could be just one of those things that you notice. Yeah. She would close her eyes and make a wish. And from knowing her then, I can say that she was for sure a much happier, much more optimistic person than I was at the same time. And that I learned a lot from her. Definitely learned a lot from her. And so, you know, just, just allow, just exactly. open up and allow for maybe your wish will come true. You never know. Allow yourself to just be happy about silly things. Don't think that it's stupid. Don't think that airheads do it. Don't, don't think about it. Don't overthink it. Just allow yourself to experience happiness, joy, pleasure, enjoyment. Believe me, it'll make your life so much better. <laughs> For sure. Being a dark, dark person myself, <laughs> I do enjoy life a lot. So yeah, take it upon yourself to decide that in this next month, from today on, for a month, from today until Christmas, I will appreciate all the good that is in my life. And then come Christmas, you'll be like, I don't want to stop. This is amazing. Exactly. But it'll be more than that. It'll be so, it'll become a part of you. So you don't think about it. You just start, you don't even have to, you start out by listing all these things and then you don't have to carry on listing them. You're like, that's so obvious. You're just, <laughs> you, you're just, you just allow yourself to enjoy the moment when you go outside in the morning. And a couple of weeks ago, I woke up Saturday morning, six o'clock in the morning. Ugh. And Sorry. I was like, uh, what should I do? And then I was like, well, I haven't actually seen the sunrise in a while. Maybe I'll go see the sunrise. So I Googled what time is the sunrise because I was still you in bed it. and it was like, no, it was at uh, six, six 6.45. And I was like, okay, cool. So, it's, no, it's half five now. Now well, we're in daylight saving. This a, was before, obviously. A couple of weeks ago, it was 6.45. And I was like, cool, well, I can do that. I can get up and, and see the sunrise. So I got up and I took my dog and I went up to the to the hills and 
I did not see the sunrise because it was so cloudy. I was like, <laughs> there Sorry, was I no just saw sunrise. two butterflies flying outside the window. And it really made me happy. Sorry, go on. <laughs> I didn't get to see the sunrise. What I did see, however, was a beautiful morning and a herd of wild boars. And it was like, <gasps> it was the most amazing thing I'd seen in a really long time. And, you know, you could be like, wild boars, what's that bullshit? And what do I care about? But in reality, it was mesmerizing and incredible. And I also learned that my dog will not defend me in, <laughs> in if I am in danger. She shut herself and ran home. She <laughs> ran, she bolted. There was not a sight of her and she wouldn't come back into the hills. I, I met her at the dog park later. <laughs> that was how serious she was. <laughs> but the fact is that I could have decided at six o'clock in the morning that this is clearly a shitty day because it's six o'clock in the morning and I'm awake on a Saturday. And instead, my whole day and in fact week was amazing because I, the rush of seeing that was incredible. That's very cool. I think that that is a very good way to end this podcast. Okay. So thank you for listening. And we appreciate. <laughs> we are. We are grateful for all the people who are listening to us and helping us make our dreams come true. We're really grateful. And we love you all very much. We'd love you more if you left us a review. But <laughs> subscribe to the podcast and let us know what you think. Info at actiontowellness.com. At, of course, info at actionforwellness.com. Yes. And right. we'll see you next week. Bye. Yay. Bye.